The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch up. And welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now, nah, fuck that with your low glasses, Malone. Somebody just sent me something on free Facebook. Last, I thought it was you. Free at last. Thank God Don't Almighty. Don't start with me. We free Gee, do not start with me, okay? Ask me if uh, her camera's on. Is your camera on? No, ask me. It's her camera on. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not you know answering. What? You being funny, right? Left Street Crib. I'm not answering no more questions. Regular no more. Every question I'm answering because yes, ma'am. And you gotta ask to somebody about somebody else. You can't yes, ask ma'am. Anyone any questions direct? Ask yes, the person ma'am. Next to them. Right. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Yes, ma'am. Now. When I told you when we walked up in this motherfucker, right. I said gonna told. You did. I said this nigga told. Now I had evidence cause that cuz told. Right. Then I told you cuz told. Right. And you know what you did? You said, no, he didn't. No, because I saw the written statement. Where I he said that, he didn't tell. But I didn't That came out today too. That came out today. Yes. So that so he tried to have that statement there for 
the release and that the yeah. video wasn't going. So that was just PR that release. Did was the video come made out? under oath to a court, or was it made not under oath to the media? Uh, not under oath to the media. Okay. And what happened was, and this is what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. Because if you look at the footage where Cuz is allocuting on the Alfred plea, the Alfred plea is different. It's not like a guilty plea. Alfred plea is saying you're guilty, but you maintain your innocence. So it's different. It's like some shit white people got to where you can say you're guilty, but you still look like you're not guilty. Mm-hmm. It's some tricky shit. You mm-hmm. could probably get it throughout later. Mm-hmm. Right? So the nigga gets up there. And if you look at the video where he's allocuting, Somebody's recording on the slide like this. Oh, that's how. Okay. That's why it's not a quality audio. That's why it's not a good, great picture. It's good enough to where you can see it's him and he talking to the to, to the DA or or to the to the prosecuting attorney. Right. Feel me? And you can see the judge, but you can't hear it. You can hear it clear, but it's not as like a real court thing because right. it, they wasn't logged into I the fucking it. microphones. I heard it. Yeah, you can hear it perfectly. So that's why he felt comfortable mm. putting out that press release lying. Mm. He didn't think nobody saw that. Not to mention, so that that's not going to be a statement. It's like they was waiting on him. Mm-hmm. It was like a nigga was waiting on him. Who, who released it? That's the point. It was a nigga waiting on him. Like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's see what he going to do. Somebody who wanted more followers <laughs> how on their they, YouTube how, page. Right. how did they get into the courtroom? I thought you can't get in the courtroom. There's like, people I in the courtroom. Somebody recorded that. They, they would be in trouble. Mm-hmm. They would be in right, trouble. right. Because you're not supposed to be recording. And I'm sure that was a no record thing. And that's why Cuz felt comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? And he just was like, yeah, I came out. I didn't cooperate. Lie, nigga. Damn. You know what's even he funnier? He's going to be able to sue the people of the state of Georgia or the United States. It's, it's federal. Mm-hmm. And collect money for that. He'll, he'll, not. he'll make Who more. Mo- he'll, he'll make he more can. money for that than his current career's worth. Because he, cause he, was, because he was wasn't mo- supposed to be yeah. in jail. That, no, because, because, no, because the court the, was negligent in their capacity oh, to enforce yeah, the he, no video. So that means he would tell again. He'll sue, he'll sue <laughs> yeah. for twenty million dollars. He's gonna tell again. For He's gonna sure. tell again. He was like, "Y'all told on me telling, so now told I need." Me telling. <laughs> so listen, and this is my point. Yeah, I know y'all love Gunner. Women love Gunner. I don't love Gunner, but go ahead. Okay. So to all the people that love Gunner, mm-hmm. all the niggas that love Gunner, all the women who love Gunner, it's okay that he snitch. You don't have to make excuses for him snitching if you like his music. Hey, my nigga snitch. I like his music. No. Do not go up here and be like, well, he's a rapper. He, You don't, like, I hate this. We live vicariously through people, so we have to defend every point of their life. Some of these niggas is just fucked up. And it's okay. R. Kelly, like young bitches, I like his music. I don't make excuses for him liking young bitches. Right. I actually understand he like young bitches. I understand why he do. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby like unconscious bitches. <laughs> that I'm not mean, saying you understand. That don't mean I didn't like <laughs> the Cosby show. Right? I do understand it. I understand his desires. I, I don't like young bitches. Because they're not talking. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Holy wow. Shit. All right. Ah, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I got not talking I, I, or I moving or nothing. You mean? If I'm here in person, I gotta fuck shit up. Oh my goodness! <sighs> yeah, that part. Put something in here. Um, put nothing in there. But this is my point, right? Um, back to Bill Cosby. Fucking Pete. Back to Bill Cosby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? It's cool because Bill Cosby likes unconscious bitches, like. Mm. I think most of the women want to give Bill Cosby pussy, but he got some a problem where he want bitches that ain't moving at all. Five more girls just came out or something like that. And all the people want to give Bill Cosby pussy. I'm like, damn, we got to. But go I think he just like unconscious pussy. 
Uh, yeah, like Jeffrey he just, Dahmer. He might be like real like Jeffrey Dahmer nasty. like dead pussy. And he don't like dead pussy. He like <laughs> but I don't no, even know he what he like dead. He don't like, dead, he don't like he, pussy, but he didn't I don't like even know if he riding dead bodies or if he taking dead well, dick. Cuz I don't know how penises. you take dead dick. He was, well, he was collecting he probably, pieces, so that tells you. Well, he was eating it. He was having real and dildos. Like I said, he, he, yeah, he really had oh. men, men's genitalia <laughs> in his refrigerator. Oh, yeah. He was fucking himself with frozen dead dicks. I don't know about wow. if he was doing all he that. He probably was. Why that not? actually well, makes sense. He well, probably he was. Because you keep him stiff. It's like a popsicle. <laughs> oh, It's like shit. fucking yourself with a popsicle. I get the physics of it. Oh, my God. I'm not <laughs> sure that the... Uh, I don't get the... Ice cold part of it. Yeah, Dahmer is a cold ass nigga, Christ. man. Cold ass nigga. Did, did any of you ladies cold ever, ass nigga like cold ass nigga? No. Ever, ever freeze your dildos? Oh, no. they like shit like that. No. Women no, love you. I you have ice. It. Oh, yeah. Hi, wait, wait. Are you supposed wait. to freeze your dildo? No. Who said that? I thought you were supposed to boil it. That's uh, that, I would you imagine boil. could be uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I heard. I've never you done boil. it. I don't like dildos. You so celibate. I don't know. You boil it. Celibate means you can't use dildos? Like when you Okay, so that's okay. But I never heard about freezing. Maybe if. You freeze it if you, yeah, maybe. Because that, that way you can I keep it. Because that way you can keep it stiff and hard. It's already hard. It's yeah, a dildo. Not it's face. If, no, I'm ta- oh, oh, the, the, oh, talking. Oh, about the oh, Dahmer okay. penises. Oh, oh the yeah. Dahmer penises. Yeah. Oh yeah, well yeah, you're right. He had to freeze it to keep it upright. Upright. Yeah. That nigga was riding dead dicks. I'll be devastated. I'll be devastated. Damn. I'll be genuinely devastated. Yeah, he was um. I wouldn't put it past them. But on record, mm-hmm. if all of y'all are Gunna fans, whoever is listening to this podcast, if you're a Gunna fan, it's cool. It's so straight. now what? So now, so now, just say now your nigga snitched. It's okay. Listen, with Tia Fimo is my second favorite boxer. It's a guy in New York, Tia Fimo Lopez. When he lost the fight, we lost the fight. Mm-hmm. Ain't no excuses. We lost. My nigga, we win the next one. That's how it got to be for Gunner fans. We snitch. We'll hold it down the next time. What? No excuses. We'll hold it down the next yeah. time. Hold no it excuses. down the next time. What the fuck are you talking about? No excuses. What? No excuses. No rapping. Nah. No, I don't want to hear you defending Listen. him. I don't want to be like, well, he's a rapper. He's a po-. I seen a homie, DJ Atron. He was on Twitter. He was like, well, you know, he he, he, told, he told that bullshit story. So he had to tell the real. No, nigga. Mm. Atron cuss told. Mm. And it's okay. Say cuss told. All my homies from neighborhood. Yo, homie told. Accept mm. mm-hmm. it. Why do Rick Ross was a police? I don't make excuses for him being a correctional officer. I don't have to say, oh, he was doing fake, he was selling dope in jail. None of that. His shit jam. I like Rick Ross. <laughs> R. Kelly, his shit jam. Yep. Bill Cosby, still funny. Yep. I don't make excuses for niggas. Niggas is crazy. So Bill bad. Cosby, like unconscious pussy. Theo Huxtable, Doctor Huxtable, I fuck with it. I like the Cosby's. Gonna he like to tell? He like to tell. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you could just um, let me set up. You just look at you're him finna see. say you can look at him look and see. Look at him and see. Mm-hmm. But I know he didn't have city. it in him to be in there like that. What do a nigga look like that got it in him? <laughs> to he not just tell? don't. I don't know, but he didn't look like he had it in him to like. To, it's very hard to be up in there. You know what I'm saying? So he looked like he was gonna tell. <laughs> Go ahead and get it out. Yeah, I think I, I wasn't shocked. You looked at him, he was like, that nigga gonna tell. <laughs> I was not shocked that he told. Yes, ma'am. I honestly yes, did. Ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. ma'am. Yes. <laughs> I was not shocked, honestly, I'm gonna be honest. What but about him made you thought he was you looked he was like his hair? He's like, that nigga gonna look at his hair, he's gonna no, tell. I just I don't know. I just don't see like I, I don't know anything about him or anything like that. I just don't get the like you hard like 
gangster. None of that. I don't get. I don't see any of that in him. So you don't think he a thug at all? No. No. Not at all. I don't think. He's I don't a see thug. that. I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't. We're not from there, so I don't know how the they look. Okay, so who else do y'all not believe is a thug? So I can make sure I put them on this list of niggas I expect to tell. Nah, fuck all that. You're not putting me in that 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 boat. Uh, we not sinking that ship today. Um, let me see who else look. I say um, that just don't look like they like they would tell. That's a gangster. He Gunner's not a gang. He never was a. Like, yeah, he was. He was talking a, all this gun yeah. shooting up and dope dealing. That's why I was dope. saying like, oh, I didn't see that. I just felt I he's felt like a neighborhood crip and everything. See, I, oh, I didn't, I didn't listen to his. I mean, he went by like Gunner, not. I, I mean, his name is Gunner. It is Gunner, right? It's not like friendly. Yeah, I get Type it. Peaceful. I get it. I just didn't see that in him. I didn't. His name is Gunner. Okay, and. Gunna dodge. He didn't Do look Pete like a gunner. Do look like he gonna tell? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what though? No, look, Pete no kind of sound. No, honestly, I don't see that. It, I don't see him telling. <laughs> he already explained himself, so I can't even. I can't even go. <clears throat> I don't think he would. Would you do it? Would you do it? No, nah, I would. He wouldn't do it. Do we look I'm like inv- he would I'm do it? If I'm involved, no. It's, I don't have that honestly, much. That's what I'm saying. Like outside. I don't see that in him to be as like, somebody who knows Pete. I don't think Peter tell. If Peter's involved, telling involved. only matters if you're involved in a crime. If if I got you in some shit, you supposed to tell. If I ain't telling myself, if we somewhere and I got a big thing on me and niggas pull us over and I don't tell, you supposed to tell. What's mm-hmm. the principle in that scenario? Mm-hmm. Like if you're, I never heard of him. Like if you skate out and, and dump it on somebody who wasn't involved, it doesn't seem like there's a, a word for that person. Bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That seemed a little more generic, but... No, no, this is actually when it finally becomes for real a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. Like, it's serious at that point. Nigga, they'll kill you behind that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But don't get me wrong, there are games amongst the culture mm. where niggas won't say nothing. They be four niggas in the car and be like, whoever's like, Will of Fortune, whoever, spend the bottle, <laughs> spend the gun, nigga, whoever it point to, officer, take him to jail. Oh, shit. So niggas, niggas will get loose, but if a nigga declare like, hey, bro, don't take your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's established amongst that thing, but niggas will kind of tough it out. You know what I mean? Niggas will play some gangster games. They, they, niggas. Well, maybe that's what gonna, maybe, you know. Oh, he told nah, that Yes, ma'am. It. No, ma'am. See, no, ma'am. see, I was, when I saw well, him, I was like, know? damn, like, okay, damn, he proved me wrong. I was like, cool. Like, that's what's up. That's some G shit. Then now you're going to hit yes, me ma'am. with the audio. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That, that nigga said, YSL was a detriment to the, yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. Damn. Did Jeffrey, did, did Jeffrey Williams rate 13 end. people? Yes, ma'am. He done told on thug every bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, they gonna use that shit. But, but damn, they he put in there, I did not. Thing. Damn, what did he say? I did not. Uh, it was just him well, and Thug in the car. Looking at. Thug was is looking at, looking at, Thug looking at backfield numbers or safety numbers. Ooh. 20 to 30 or something like that. <sighs> yeah, yeah it's tough, I don't so It was a tough time. Mm. Um, no ceilings, GL in the spot. Motherfucking Pete is back. Finally. There we are. Pete has come back <laughs> to no ceilings. I am back. No ceilings. It's like sitting outside. <laughs> Feel me? 36 <laughs> degrees in Palmdale. What's oh up, Red? Hey. What's up, hey. Red? What's going on? So, culturally, that's that's the responsibility, right? Culturally is, you know, 
you're not supposed to tell involved in crimes. Snitching is specifically one thing. Is when you tell on somebody else to avoid being accountable for your own role in a crime or your own crime. Right. So, like, if I go to jail for my own shit and I tell on a nigga, for me, that's telling. If me and you commit a crime and they get me and they don't get you, that's telling. For me, telling don't got nothing to do with regular people. Like, y'all supposed to tell the police. That's not snitching. If somebody call you that, they just don't know what a snitch is. Don't take them serious. Like, people call it Meg a snitch. Meg ain't snitch. Meg ain't no fucking thug. This bitch a college bitch. Right. She's supposed to tell the police. Mm-hmm. Right. But the crazy part about it was at first, remember, she didn't want, you could tell she didn't want to. But no, because she was trying to live up to a rap image of what she thought being black was. Yeah. And, th- and this is what's scary. And it's funny because this is where this conversation fuck with me. It's what I want to talk to y'all about. Mm. At which place is their responsibility of being black? Like, when we all say we black, right? You hear, Pete, you hear us, you know, black people. Oh, we black, my people. Mm-hmm. You, my friend, when I use as a possession, that means I have a social responsibility to you. Now, amongst my realm of social responsibilities as claiming you as my people is if you hungry and I'm around, get you some food. If somebody whooping your ass, get them off your ass. Sure. It's, it's a list of shit that comes with being a possession of glasses. My friend, y'all are my friends. I might fuck y'all nigga up over y'all. Y'all are my friend. That's the social responsibility of being my. So when we say somebody you hear black, right, and we say as a people, what is the social responsibility? Is it only simple as if somebody get fucked up by the police protest? Is there a natural social responsibility to be black? The reason I ask this is Deion Sanders, when he was doing his interview at Colorado, Mm -hmm. and I get it. He don't understand why people are upset. I was talking to Mac 10 this morning. He didn't understand it. Still, who, who's on this podcast all the time and, and my manager and friend, my big brother, he didn't understand. Dion made himself the Messiah of HBCUs. When he launched his campaign saying he signed with Jackson State, he called him. He said, God sent me to save HBCUs. Mm, I still didn't know. Not even Jackson State. HBCUs. You have declared yourself Jesus Christ of the (laughs) historical black college universities or whatever. And there were a lot of people, like I'm a college football super geek, and there were a lot of black college football fans that were not particularly happy about that. Yeah, but I'm saying it because, you know, you knew he was going to get some shit, but it's like you said it. So when people are disappointed, you know, you have to be like, you know what? I know I let y'all down. You know, I, I thought I could do more, but I did as best as I. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. It, it don't have to be arrogance. Oh, you know, you don't got to hold your dick and talk. She can say, you know, I let y'all down. I thought I could do more. I did as much as I can, but my journey has took me here. You can't get, act like you don't understand why niggas is hurt. Nigga, you mm-hmm. said this yourself. It mm-hmm. came out your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's like, fuck it. I, I didn't ever say I was going to stay. I just said you I was You said you was Jesus life. Christ. Of a- <laughs> Nigga, we expect you to die on the cross for these universities. Oh, man. You know what Jesus did? The last nigga that Jesus sent died 2,000 years ago for nigga sins. That's the last nigga. That's the last nigga God sent. Last nigga God sent died on the cross for nigga sins. Nigga, that's not the same, nigga. His contract with Jackson uh, State died on the cross, so that might count. No. Oh. No. You and hit and that was his words. It made him. The only thing, the only last nigga that we knew God sent was Jesus. 
Mm. Well, I mean, he's thinking about um, himself and his family <laughs> and what he could do as a black man tearing, you know, tearing through somewhere where black coaches are not at. He's the third consecutive black coach in five years to be hired at that university. Oh, my God. <sighs> They're just looking for a black guy to be the head coach at Colorado. He happened to be the best qualified one this year. Mm. Oh, Two wow. years ago, Carl Holy Durrell shit. was the least qualified one. Yeah. I thought really he was the first. Up with Durrell. Oh, you thought he was the and, first? Yeah. And what was that? I saw the clip. They said they didn't have the money yet? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. He was like, they Colorado, couldn't really afford him. They said they don't have the money yet, they like, we don't have the money we don't have yet, the money but we it. will. So, what? Yeah, I believe that. That sounds about right. So he's the third black coach. They, they just in, making a business out of firing niggas. Yeah. Well, one of them left on his own to go to Michigan State, the first one. And the second guy, Carl Durrell, just, he just sucked so bad they had to make a decision. And mm. uh, then they got Deion. They just running through niggas. Mm. And this is so, a matter of five years, then? Four, maybe. Four. So this yeah. this is my damn. That's fucked up. I thought he was doing something. That nigga ain't doing shit. But this is my <laughs> point. Going after that money. Getting that coin. But this is my point. So I noticed something he said. I digress. Let me back up. I noticed something he said in the press conference. It was like, man, Dion, do you feel like you let black folks down? Mm, you know, it's serious. like you you selling out. You're not being black. This was his press conference at Colorado University. Okay. And he said, uh, man, I'm black. I'm black everywhere I go. I'm black sitting right here. And I thought to myself. Is that the responsibility of being black is just being black when you go somewhere? And if it is, didn't nobody tell me. I'm making so many sacrifices to hold it down on some real shit for being black and standing up for real shit. I didn't know I could just sell us out. I didn't know it was no us. Is us the is us the only is us only when somebody whooping our ass? What is your social responsibility? Do you feel like as a black person you are connected to black people? It's do you feel like when you say black people, it's our people? Yeah, that's my people. What's your social responsibility to your possessions? What do you mean by that? Like when you say your son. What do you mean? Well, my son? Yeah, that's your son, right? It's not us sons. Uh-huh. You don't have a responsibility to all sons. Right. Like if I had a son, you'd be like, What's well, glass of son? So I'm I got the same <laughs> responsibility as I do to my son. So what's your responsibility to your people? What's your responsibility to your mother? I mean, to take care of them. Your mother was hungry. You get her a plate of food. Of course. You're going to take care of them. So why is it wrong when mm-hmm. I think a nigga, right, a black person, we see a black person and you say it's our people. Mm-hmm. Why is it wrong that I think we should help each other as much as possible? I don't think anything wrong with that. That's how it should be. But unfortunately, it doesn't end up that way sometimes. I don't know um, why it is, but... Unfortunately, it ain't like that right now. Do you have any social responsibilities, Red, for your people? For my people? Um... No. <laughs> You're also a member of the Rose Gold community, so you've, yep, you... Yeah, know, like Pete. I could ask you the same question. Oh. <laughs> That's the... Uh, <laughs> what? The red-haired. The red-haired people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What no, are they called? Gingers. Gingers. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I was, but he, we're, we're, we're kicking ginger out. Carbon, oh, ginger. Wait, Carbon got it too far. I denounced the ginger. <laughs> I, I did it that. a few years ago, yeah. but it's, oh. it's catching on a little slow. Because I was than like, I wait, because I, I was about to say, I was wait, waiting yeah, to say, gold. like, what is rose gold? It's a ginger, like Carbon said. Got you. Yeah. I kind of thought so, because I'm like, well, that has to be it. But I was like, I don't know. Always worth double checking. Yeah, no, I'm. I never, I don't, I don't no think social. I, and there's no crime I don't there. think that I ever like thought, thought about, about it. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's dope that you think about that. Like yeah, that. I think about it hard. 
think about it really tough a but lot that means that you you actually you're a selfless person so you're think you're thinking of others like i said in this time and age right now like a lot of people are for self and that's not just what raises just period a lot of people are just for self it's not a lot of people right now that's really gonna do for others if they don't know them mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. or you know what i mean they're not gonna do that Pete, do you feel any responsibility to white people as a whole I know that's just we a weird do, question. We don't do that. Okay, how about <laughs> we don't do that? <laughs> let me. But listen, let me start cueing it down for sure because he's like white people are not my people. <laughs> not even that. That's not even a thing within the white diaspora. This is not what we do. No, yeah. y'all not. Okay, so so we gonna scale it down. Do you feel any cultural responsibility for Italian people? No, I'm not Italian enough. That's that's a, that's a thing. Like we were talking last week about sure. integration, right? There's, like, when Italians came here, they not only integrated, like, culture, they literally, like, genetically integrated. There's no, there, there's a bazillion quarter Italians, half Italians in this country. There's, like, a speck of full Italians. If you've been here three three generations and all you you've been fucking is Italians, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're, a nom- you're an anomaly. You're, you're, you're like, very you You're not over here with all this yeah. pussy. You just get Italian pussy. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> This is crazy. Okay, okay, scale down, scale down. Yeah. As an Orange County native, do you feel culturally responsible? Well, Orange County don't really I don't have even no live culture. there. Anymore. I'm about to say what? Orange County had no culture. There's more tradition. Okay. As a there's, member there's, of no, the, there's, there's, there's for specifically like Newport has a tradition, very deliberate. Yeah. 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 Get out. Okay. Rose Gold Community. Is there a culture there? Is there? Do you feel any social responsibility if you see another member of the ginger, aka rose gold community? Do you see it like sandwich? Our, our culture is more defined by the fact that we tend to disassociate with one another and dislike one another. So yeah, so gingers don't fuck with gingers. That's correct. Wow, is that true? Crazy. Like, you know what? You know what? You know what? She don't. I, I, honestly, <laughs> she don't. <laughs> oh wow, she, she don't. You don't. You like, say you do, but you don't. She'd be like, okay. Because Asia, like, I don't have like a th- thing. She doesn't guess. have a thing. I didn't but never it think you was a ginger. I never thought you about that. You didn't think that. What? But now the more you think about it, you kind of have a like a, yeah, I can see it. And you got freckles and shit. Yeah, and natural red hair. Yeah, It I, was you, carrot top. It was more like, yeah. did your hair get darker as you got older? Yeah. Yeah. It I was don't red know what at that first? is. It was redder, yeah. Yeah. I could tell. It was more like the color of like my beard. Oh, that's yeah. That's how I could tell from your beard. Yeah. Yeah. So is your hair getting darker? Mm-hmm. Okay. And plus, I'm not a ginger. I just got the freckles. Yeah. My dad was a ginger. Mm-hmm. So this shit is genetics. Her dad is a my dad is just just a recessive genetic <laughs> curse thing trait, whatever you want to call it. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, 
How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... What I think about more than anything is that's one of our biggest problems. And it goes back into the difference personally that I've established between culture and experience. Experience is how white people treat us. Mm. I mean, anybody could have a black experience. I mean, you could literally be pulled over by the police as an Italian man and he'd see you be like fucking wop talk to you it's the wrong I don't know who prejudice towards Italian but I'm sure it's some white people because white people it's always a white person that think they better than the rest of the other white folks white, I, it was crazy Italian people wouldn't even consider white until the 1900s mm. it, it took was, a long time we're considered white until about 1960 when it they were all a long white. fucking time <laughs> Irish people were called Irish niggers oh wow and then white really? see, white people white people was some shit like so when they had to let somebody in they just chose up a little closer but they, Italian people ain't really white. Mm-hmm. They fake white. Okay. They Italian. They Italian. Yeah, they just they just yeah. let them in. Yeah, and they'll tell you though too. They don't like, like to, I'm Italian. Yeah. Yeah, they don't be like I'm white. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. say that. No, no, that's no. definitely not. So the reason I'm asking is because the more I think about it, that's our issue. Again, that's the experience. Everybody could have a black experience. The cultural part is how we treat each other. Mm-hmm. That's what culture is all about, how we talk to each other, our language, our cuisine, our fashion, how we treat each other, our moral compass, everything. So I'm saying, how do we truly have a people if we don't have a cultural responsibility to them? I've been thinking about this a lot. Like if I see a black homeless man, a black hungry man, do I have any cultural responsibility to him? And I've always thought so. I think that I am a little bit more like empathetic when I do see um, a like a black homeless man or, you know, I probably would be because I, I do give money to all races, though. But you don't give white people money. I would probably. <laughs> I I'm would, not going to lie. For a poor white person. I cannot fucking believe it. Yeah. I, I don't, fucking dare you. Yeah. In America. You motherfucker. <laughs> really? We don't got nothing. You can't have this shit, too. You supposed to be rich. Nigga, what the fuck? You white. I don't identify with the homeless community because I'm not a part of it. <laughs> so I don't have any solidarity with the homeless. Oh my God. White poor people is like unbelievable in America. Unbelievable. I think you just really decided like, you know There's what? I'm just going to live my life. It's more wh- poor so white people than poor black people. So where you get the whole the thing where they call them white, like white trash or whatever, like that they're, they're normally usually like poor. That's white country people. They're white. Yeah, but I, I again, like, He's talking about, you just talking like, about. What? It's like, know. me and Head had a joke. I used to always tell them white people, like, there's no poor white communities in Southern California. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. I would always make a joke that white people, when they were born, got an inheritance of $100,000 to start life. <laughs> like, I swear to God, that was my joke to DJ Head. <laughs> like, if you white, like, I was asking, where's the poor white community? Where's the poor white, where's the poor white Watts? What's that called? We don't know. The high desert, and then you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything. <laughs> it ain't enough motherfucking poor people out here to be that. It, 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 Where's the poor white communist? See, I know where the poor white Mexicans at. Mm-hmm. East LA, mm-hmm. Cudahy, Bell Gardens. Mm-hmm. It's it's like where my dad's family. It's like it's like the paradise. Sticks towns up in Northern California. 
Now, why, why are the poor white people? So you mean tell me there's no poor white people in this other guy? It's only a handful of poor. Where is the poor white people? That you want to clip? That's the clip. The Where the fuck is the poor white people? Southern? It's more poor white people in California than everybody else. And I don't know one poor white Compton. Where's the poor white Watts? Where's the poor white East L.A.? I see the little trailer parks. And that's what I think the trick is, Pete. See, that's, that's why I be what thinking. The trailer parks. That's, that's, what, that's, that's, that's what they say. That's, that's the, expensive. What about it? Sunset expensive. Trailer parks are where poor white people live. But I noticed. But the trailer parks be hooked up. But yeah. I noticed with white people. a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Not always. Not always. Not always. Yeah. Not that's why projects be hooked up, I'm too. seeing a manufactured homes, I yeah, think. Not, the little yeah, communities. Okay. So this is my point. Not trailer parks. Trailer parks. Trailer parks. No, okay. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I know they sound the same. Yeah. No, no, no. And Southern California has deliberately... I don't have a problem with it, but they've had developers buy out those things and kick those people out of there. Yeah, so where the fuck do all the where poor white people live in Southern California? They 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 got priced out. They, they live back. in the tents. It ain't enough tents. They had to go back. Imagine if everybody in Compton lived in a tent or Watts. Listen, it's the homeless um, situation is serious. It like, ain't nowhere near. There is. Listen, have y'all seen the RVs? I, I, I can go to like it's a, it's a little over a hundred thousand in the county. It's crazy. It's, like you hit a corner number. in the valley, and that's everywhere it. you go, it's like yeah, right? but it's one percent. Even, of the but county. that's not even the transit yeah. community is integrated. It's one percent of the county. okay. Yeah, but it's, it's you still go out there. So there's no roles. Okay, so let's so say let I think, take where would they be? Let's uh, say I take y'all shit on. Mm. Sure, it's poor white people on oh, the streets. You know, all the poor white people homeless. Where is the row of tents where it's just 20 white people tents? Even niggas is there. They integrated into that neighborhood. Mexicans integrated into that poor tent community. I still ain't no poor white people in Compton. It still ain't no poor white people in Watts. It ain't no poor white people in fucking East LA like that. Where is the poor white people? Ridgecrest and Inyo Kern. Who? That's where they are. Mm. Them towns don't got enough people. That's true. Hey, little, that's We're doing town. very well. <laughs> no, Ridgecrest is little. Where's no, Ridgecrest? We, we, we right, it's further out the fourteen. What about yeah. Cal City? Oh, it's is that like by um? What is that? Cal City? Cal Sun City? Isn't that out east? No, it's California City it's is about two and a half hours, three hours. Bishop. It's kind of middle of nowhere. California yes, City is up what that he said, way. Bishop and stuff. Yeah, but it's I like kind of like him. this weird place in the map yes, that yes, ain't really. That's where the there was a guy on my junior college team from there. It's a hundred thousand people in Compton. It's a lot of people in Watts. It's a lot of mm -hmm. poor black people. We know where they all at. I've been to California City. It ain't cheap enough. Mm. Yeah, when we fall out, we have to move out. We leave. But that's my point. I think was I, I had an I had a thought. This is my thought. Mm -hmm. Poor black white people keep poor white people close. You ever notice every time you go to a mm -hmm. suburb? Listen, every time you go to a <laughs> suburb, there's a trailer park there. No. In Lakewood, there's a trailer park. In, in or Anaheim, there's a trailer park. In Anaheim Hills, there's a trailer park. There's trailer parks all around Orange County. Yeah. Because, you, because we can't get them out. I think, but see, I think. People, like there was one in Laguna by the beach. They fought yes. for 20 years to get that thing out. They finally got it out. Yeah. So it's I, hard to get them out. That, but I think that's what's wrong. I think so what's happening is wealthy white people originally, not y'all new white people, y'all fucked up. Original wealthy white people kept poor white people close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody had to do the basic, simple work. 
<laughs> can't. You can't just build a giant new house and send everybody away and then just like, get engulfed in long grass. Oh, God. so that's what they they had to. This nigga's crazy, man. That's the truth. And the, and the big reason why there's not a lot of poor white people in Southern California is because most of them got here poor. They came up. If they didn't come up, they were there first, and the value of everything went up so damn much that they aren't poor anymore. Okay, so now this is my point. So I like that point. So now those poor white people kept the poor white people around that was around to do whatever they look, needed Look to at do. Huntington Beach, for example. Huntington Beach, dirt cheap. And 50, 70 years ago, dirt, dirt cheap. Blue-collar town. And Well, now the fucking house they bought for $9,000 or whatever the fuck's a million one. There ain't no million. It's more than that now. Gotta be. I'm talking further in. You talking about like the ghetto part of like that me. I don't know exists. <laughs> yeah, Huntington Beach is um they have reasonable prices up there. Really? Mm-hmm. Reasonable? The fuck reason is that? No, seriously, it's not. It's <laughs> not. Reasonable. <laughs> what reason? Is that? I mean, I know. I never. It's not like. like it's not like super. No, I never like in my expensive. life historically thought of Huntington Beach. They have reasonable prices. It's like. Uh, Belmont Heights, Belmont Shores, like I've never, I've been to Belmont Shores. I've never in my life thought they had reasonable prices. If you, it's not that. She just naming places. I was like, you know, glasses. Bel Air has affordable prices. It looks like, (laughs) but compared to what I'm saying, compared to like say, Encino, Tarzana, um, Brentwood. You know what I'm saying? Uh, West. West LA. I'll put it this way. Century City. Like, yeah, it's cheap. Huntington Beach Not goes cheap, in really far. The four, the four oh five is very far from the from the water. If you cross over that bridge into a Newport, if you can write Newport on your envelope and get your mail, that is worth like a million dollars. You could throw a rock from one place to another. <laughs> and if you can write Newport on the letter and you receive it. That's about a million dollars. Mm, it's true with Costa Mesa, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Costa Mesa for sure. Yeah, I heard that. You yeah. like east side Costa Mesa, the part that's right next to Newport? That's that's adorable. But if you're on the other side of the street, <laughs> that's a million dollars. <laughs> so would you cross street is 900. It's 850. Because there ain't no motherfucking five, nothing, and nothing, none of them places. See, the ghetto right now cheaper than that. I, I, what I'm saying is, this is my point. So they kept their white people close. Wealthy black people do not keep... They poor black people close. No. Maybe that's true. Maybe what P said makes sense. They no. built the trailer parks back then. They was like, you know, we're going to get these other poor white folks. We we'll have them in the trailer park. Somebody got to clean our houses. Feel me out here. We need to get somebody close. So we'll build these trailer parks. These niggas could clean our people houses. Live near factories, build our houses, factory, factories, house, all that. Yeah, right. So, bam. We don't got no cultural shit like that. Niggas get some money, they get far away from poor people. Yep. And then be talking about some niggas want to rob me. Bitch, because you ain't sharing the goddamn money. Right. Yeah. You ain't helping a nigga with nothing. You want to show up to the chicken place with a million dollars worth of jewelry on and a $7 million car and think nobody's supposed to do nothing. Mm, mm, mm. And then niggas tell me I'm crazy. No, motherfucker, you crazy. Yeah. Who the fuck goes to the lion den? I got 17 steaks. It's a starving P22 up in that motherfucker. Rest in peace, 2020. P22 is the mountain lion they just caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they killed P22? They finna knock P22 down. They didn't know. It's coming. He's getting euthanized. Mark my words. They setting it up. I see it a mile away. You said? 
Yeah. So R.I.P. P. Twenty Two. No, because they keep and you know why they're gonna the knock me down. I'm tired of lies. So now first gonna now they lying to me on the news. They said they wasn't gonna. Said they you said that they took took him in to do medical re, like research. Make they sure did he a was whole good little report like on. That. They did a whole little report on P. Twenty Two. Look him up. P. Dash Twenty Two. If you listening, P. Dash Twenty Two. A mountain lion. That's that's a California native like the loke. Right. We out here in these streets thugging. Right. <laughs> They was saying that P-22 was like attacking too many, like yeah. he was chasing dogs people up the stairs and he was he grabbing was, he dogs. He was going to change his name to Biter. <laughs> Feel me? Bite your ass. <laughs> the real gunner, the Biter. So, so what I'm, yes, ma'am. So, so they saying that they're setting him up to be euthanized. So what they're doing is they're swaying the court of public opinion so they could knock him down. But they, I thought they said that they would just let him be go inside to a, a sanctuary. sanctuary. Nope. Mm. They say he's too aggressive. He's been starving too long. They got to put him down. They mm. didn't say that. They're saying we might have to put him down. They better. Not they had a whole report down. saying P twenty two may end up in a sanctuary, or, or if they be find euthanized. something, they, they already found it. It's good as cooked. There you go. That's messed Dang. up. Rest See, in they peace, P twenty two. All day, all the time. This ain't. They ain't shit. You want to know how? Why? <laughs> The best way to know he's going to be euthanized because his name is P22 and not Stan the Mountain Lion, because that would personalize it too much for <laughs> a lot a of these point. people. Oh. Living when you make him a number, be- like a jail <laughs> number, you just don't have no affection for him because P22 ain't like a real street oh, name. Or got a name. Number. If his name was Paul, oh. it'd be harder to kill him. Yeah, Sam the Mountain Lion. That'd Paul. be heartbreaking. Like we should start calling him Paul. That might save his life. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, you should start that. Mm-hmm. Paul. I'm calling P22. His name is Paul. 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 So what I'm saying they call is P22 because they putting them down in yeah, 2000. Yeah. They trying to keep you disconnected. Like mm-hmm. this is just the 22nd. Mm-hmm. 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. 22nd about a lot to get fucked up. We call 22nd, 22 of these motherfuckers this year. He's P22. It's the year of the P. You're the P. Okay. So what I'm saying is, you see Sugar Free Sweater? Us. Sugar Free Sweater was crazy. I didn't see it. I swear it looked like it's supposed to be on the seventh grader. What? what? I don't understand. Let me stop. Bro, okay. you didn't see I gotta this go nigga's sweater, I, bro. I need to look at that. Please look at this nigga's Sugar Free Sweater, bro. And didn't he say something like he'd take your girl or something? Or something he said? Please look at this nigga's sweater, bro. This nigga's sweater is so fucking funny. Um, so... Back to the point. Mm-hmm. White people were really smart, right? And they decided that they were going to keep poor white people closer. And I think that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening. They built these little trailer parks for white people to be close. They poor white people, they have them close around. Maybe somebody need to get their toilet fixed, some change. So they keep them close. Mm-hmm. We get some money and we get far the fuck away from black folks. That's why it ain't no poor white ghettos. I don't even know. Nigga, y'all try to say Lancaster. That shit ain't no poor white ghetto. That shit, no. Lancaster ain't nothing like Compton. Palmdale ain't nothing like Watts. Mm-mm. California City, ain't, it ain't never been close. It's just, it was really and poor white people poor, rowdy. Like, like just, no, it was desolate for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are that shit that, tight. You know, white people have moved there. You Let know me see. What I mean? it. That oh, shit tight. This nigga sweater, bro. <laughs> Like oh, I gotta see that. <laughs> this is my date. Let me see. That's just terrific. I think it was belly with that motherfucker on with some looks that matched the fur. 
Man, oh man, Uncle <laughs> Cole, man. Oh man, make sure y'all look up sugar free sweater. Funniest damn guy. Look up sugar free sweater. Like Christmas collection line. <laughs> taking somebody's bitch today. Yeah, you say you taking somebody's bitch today. <laughs> with that a motherfucker out here. That's why you rated his voice and everything. I this to my cousin. I said it to you. Oh my oh, god. So I was saying that that's the obligation I think <laughs> white people culturally have for each other. They keep them away from us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's their fucking cultural responsibility. I think our cultural responsibility is the fact that we establish a an expectation that you better fucking move, and we're gonna make you so prepared to move that we're gonna call your place a mobile home. <laughs> and you getting that shit Get and go because I can't guarantee you this is a long term <laughs> play. Hey, on everything because you think like. This shit is not on, going to be, be on okay. wheels, right? Yeah. Like you could just take your fucking house and go yeah. fuck drive away. Yeah, we're gonna expat your job to Singapore, right? Take that mobile home, shoot it right <laughs> on up the freeway to the next one. But that's but but I'm saying it's a reason they built all these trailer parks in these places, and these trailer parks exist. Now I can't say nothing about these new white folks. These new white folks different. They getting rid of the white folks. They like y'all need to move out of state. This ain't the place for you poor motherfuckers. But again, I think that's what I'm saying. The fact that these places existed, and I'm sure they probably, probably was there earlier, but they kept them there. Kept them. Yeah, man, a good example would be like South Boston. Boston's been there for yeah, fucking 400 years. Southie is crazy. So it's like, with the, it's like the oldest metropolitan city in, the, in America. That makes sense. Was it? Was that? Was it? It was first. A bus as far first. as major what? cities, it's the first one. It's got to be the oldest. What would be an older major city? I mean, so like the further Plymouth, Massachusetts yeah. is like right there. That's true. Yeah, but they do a great job of taking care of their poor white people. Even the government established is their responsibility. Like the laws is made. You ever notice no specific law is made for black people? Never. <laughs> Even motherfucking uh, like what's the law where the people get like if you black you get the job, but if you somebody else you don't get the job. Oh, oh, adverse action. That shit ain't just for black people. Yeah, no, it's not. not that anymore. shit for white women it's, and gay white people. Mm. They are all a part of the same endangered species. I like to use that term versus <laughs> using minority group. They are a part of the same shit, and they get the opportunities. White people. The county is not built for black people. The county built for white people. They're like, y'all can get in on this, but we're going to have the lion's share. We do a horrible job of being responsible for each other. But we always quick to say, our people. Mm-hmm. My people. Claiming shit, ownership comes with responsibilities. It may not be illegal. Like, if you got a kid right now, you got a kid, y'all got kids. If your son tried to jump off a cliff, there is no legal responsibility for you to stop him. If he decide I'm just no, I'm gonna jump off a cliff, whatever is going on, some girl broke his heart, and you don't stop him, it's not against the law. I'm gonna look at you like a piece of shit. You didn't stop him. Right. That's a social responsibility because that's your that's son. Right. Now, if it's Pete's son, right. I don't give a fuck what you told him. Right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. I ain't say nothing to him, man. It's tough, Pete, sick. Now, maybe if y'all right. develop a friendship, different. Because that's now your friend. Are mm-hmm. my possessions come with social responsibilities? We are that's missing true. that within the culture. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. This cripping me. You know, when a nigga's a crip, oh, 
Culturally, I am a lot more cooler to him. Mm. A nigga could walk up to me. I could be in a restaurant. He'd be like, man, I'm starving, my nigga. This crib. I'll get him a sandwich. Mm. Just because actually a blood. I really feel a, 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 a collection with bloods too. I'd be like, man, you from, you from the L.A. streets? I'm going to look out for you. When I'm out of town, I mean, and I'm like, I see a blood nigga. He's like, yeah, nigga, I'm from... Nigga, I'm from Wooty Wham. Nigga, I'm from Brim. You from the land? Are you hungry, nigga? I'm looking out because that's my brother in these streets. Damn. That's the cultural connection. That's When I say I'm from 7th Street Crip, that's my hood. Mm-hmm. That's my responsibility. When I say Ron Ron is my homie, that's my homie. Mm-hmm. If Ron Ron hungry, I feel obligated to be there for him. Right. Because I claim him. Right. If you, I feel obligated for my community. Not every last person. Every last person from 7th Street ain't my homie. But if I say they my homie, I have a social responsibility to them. That's what's wrong. Dion got in front of them people in Colorado and said, well, I'm black and I'm showing up. Nigga, that is not enough. Because mm. if they beat your motherfucking ass up there and hung you from one of them motherfucking mountain snow tops. You don't expect us to be out there um, protesting and trying I can't to be like, I'm black and I saw you just getting hung. Mm-hmm. Right. I, that's not mm-hmm. enough. If I seen 10 black people whooping your ass, I was like, yeah, I saw the whole thing. Niggas gonna be mad. Man, gee, that Deion Sanders, you let this nigga get his ass whoop? Yeah, man, that nigga shit, I was there. I showed up. Mm. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. We have no social responsibilities, but we want to say we are a people. We want to claim each other as a people. There's no social response. I couldn't convince the homies. I couldn't convince Van and Charlemagne to, to stop talking shit about Kanye. Y'all gonna let some of these white people fuck him up. Oh, I don't care. You gotta care. Because you say our people. You can't disown the ones you don't like. It could be a bitch-ass nigga from 7th Street. Mm. Mark-ass nigga. Could have told him everything. Even if I'm somewhere, I'm not gonna let no nigga beat him up because he's from 7th Street. Right. I'm taking that nigga fade and I might beat his ass later. But guess what? You not gonna beat one of the homies up because when you leave this motherfucker, you gonna say you beat up a Seventh Street. Right, that's like mm-hmm. if you you, you with your friends, you, you and your friends argue, but you ain't about to let no chick that you don't know talk about mm-hmm. your, your people's. No, that's my people's. That's we, my people. Right. You're right. Yeah. When you say this, your people's, there's a social responsibility. There's not a legal obligation. Right. There's a social and a cultural obligation. When you say somebody, your people, mm-hmm. we don't have that. That's what we need, and that's a further development of how we treat each other. True. That's what's wrong. That's why Dion felt, oh man, you know, shit, I did all I could. Nigga, no, you didn't. You could have came out and apologized. Hey, you know what? I thought I was going to save the HBCUs. I couldn't pull out. it off, but I did the best I can. You know, I got us a uh, winning season. I brought this kind of money, but I feel like there's another challenge for me. Feel me? Blah, blah, blah. Just leave with an apology, my nigga. You said this shit. Mm. You made yourself Jesus Christ at HBC. Nobody else, I for sure wouldn't have thought that. I'd have been looking at you like, why you take the damn job? Why the fuck did you go down there? That's even more fucked up. <laughs> Why'd you take that job, nigga? So he was upset, a little annoyed, huh? I gotta watch that clip. Yeah, and he and he he, he felt some kind of way. He was like, well, I'm black and I'm showing up. And I'm thinking, damn, is that I'm tripping. <laughs> if that's the only responsibility for being black, tell me now. You know how much how many millions of dollars I missed out on? I done missed out on some serious millions of dollars if we could just do anything. If I don't have to hold representation to make you look good and you look good, I have to make y'all look good. Glasses is black. He my peoples. He my friend. Guess what? That means I can't let no nigga just do anything to me. Right. 
If I can, tell me. If being yours has no social responsibility and I don't represent you at all, do you feel like I represent you as a friend? Like, you like, man, Glass is a good dude. Now, when I there, I just slapped some 70 year old lady. You'd be like, damn, Glass, why'd you do that? <laughs> I just slapped some 86 year old lady. Like, what? I did that because I don't give a fuck. Damn, you no, are not no. my pot. That's you, not my you nigga. That? Who is that? Like, you did not do that. You? No. You tripping. Yeah, no. You making me look bad. Mm-hmm. Imagine I just slap your 88 year old grandmama. Whoa. What are you doing, bro? Why would you? That's the point. That's what representing other people is all about. And somehow it gets lost into these. And I was telling Mac this. Like, I try to celebrate every singular black success. Every singular black success. Every one of them. I try to celebrate each one of them. God damn, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Okay, we could be a billionaire. God damn, this is about the tenth time in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, when does somebody do something for the diaspora, poor black people from our communities? When do we create some level of industry? When do we be responsible for poor people from our community? When does it stop being? I'm so tired of whole marketing shit to me saying it's black owned and I get it and he sell it. Now white people own it again. I didn't ever understand that either. He didn't make me buy this shit. I got this dumbass title app. I'm paying. Shout out to title and all my good people. But I'm paying all this money because a no, black no, no, man no, no. own it. Those are my good people now. You're right. Thank you. you are. <laughs> and none of them Italian either. <laughs> right? But it's like all these motherfuckers. You didn't have me buy this app. I didn't bought this. It's don't say up there. You trying to sell it to the white folks. God damn it. Why did I buy this shit? Why is part of your advertisement a yeah. black man on it? Why are you fucking, why are they? Why do they do that shit to me like that? Well, like you said, they use us. Remember you said that people, they, they use us black women. They just use, they use our culture and, and they. But they one of us. I thought, it don't matter. They still using oh us to money. get, exactly, for profit. Then you can't sell nothing. Dion could have came to JSU and be like, I'm Dion Sanders. Prime time. Y'all know what I'm about. He didn't have to mention nothing about God, save HBCUs. He could have showed up and be like, I'm prime time. Y'all know I do this shit but with his gold chains on and did the little shimmy. Must be the money and sang his song. And I'd have still be like, prime is back. Were you, honestly, were you shocked of him talking like that when he first? Yes. I never in my life thought to myself that prime would actually have a soul. Mm, prime is like, the most shallowest nigga breathing air. So Prime is my said, second favorite football player. I don't even watch football. That's how long it's been since I've watched football. Prime time was playing in the fucking NFL. He had barely became a cowboy. He had just left the Falcons. That's how long it's been since I watched football. So I am a fan of prime time. Most people are. It's prime time. Yeah. Must be the money. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So you didn't need to advertise the black hope and the black struggle. You didn't need to package it up like the church do and sell it yeah, to me. Yeah, he did because he was going to HBCU. No, he didn't because it's prime prime. Because said. it's like, woo. Prime. But Prime could have been like, nigga, I'm, it's prime time, nigga. Y'all know what we about to turn yeah, this shit into. Turn it up. Nigga, it's prime time, nigga. I'd have been like, well, that nigga, Prime is back. And then and then three years later, he could have announced, yeah, I got, I'm 14 and 0, nigga. I took us all the way undefeated, nigga. I got this motherfucker jerking. Bigger and better things. Y'all know how Prime do it. Gucci. We good. Oh, man, Prime, we at Colorado. Prime, let's get it. Feel me? Then you be a cowboy coach. Prime up there. But you like, let me take advantage of the black people's hope and struggle mm. and pain and agony in this country. Let me package this shit up and make myself appealing. You fucking dirtbag. But I mean, he did. Um, he did bring them, you know, a champion. 
relationship. Bro. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I mean, he nobody did bring can, them money. The well, one he feels thing, like he did his know, job. Yeah, That's what he, say he But he the problem them is money. when he announced his. He didn't job say that he wasn't leaving. He no, never said that he wasn't. That no, he, was he gonna, said. So imagine Jesus Christ be like, God sent me. And then three years later, he just get home. Oh, my God. He didn't right. die for your sins. He like, yeah, never mind. I'm you gone. Good. Y'all got too much bullshit going on. Let me go get this real money over here in Bethlehem. <laughs> Instead of chasing the money changers out the bank, cuz go open up shop with him. Hold up. Scoot over, fellas. We up in here. Y'all want to praise God? That'll be 13 shekels. Turning oh water into wine. Yeah. The Jesus Vineyard will be opening exactly. down on Third Street. <laughs> he didn't turn week. water wine for nobody. He didn't make tuna salad for nobody except Starkist. Mm. He started Jesus was like, you know what? <laughs> Let me start Starkist. I'm gonna turn this one fish into a hundred fish. Y'all can buy one of these. It's a shekel apiece. <laughs> you compared yourself to that nigga when you said God sent you to save something. God ain't sent nobody else to save nothing. <laughs> Since that nigga Jesus. You you the next nigga. You the next nigga. You said, nigga, you are Jesus. Christ of HBCUs. He didn't say that, but. He genuinely said, God sent me to save the HBCUs. To save them. So that's for the, for the they did. They dead. They're dying still. Now, you didn't say shit. You left before the water. You made, you turned water into wine. You gave away a couple hundred fish and you got on. You got to die on the cross, nigga. So you think he should he should stay longer? He should you compared longer. yourself. The last nigga who did this same shit died on the cross. I'm sorry if that's my expectation of niggas that God sent. Because that was the last nigga well, that God sent. He said that he was God sent then. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gunner, when he first got out of jail. <laughs> that's what pissed me off. I read your statement. Yeah. Right. Your statement is like, yeah, I'm keeping it G. In no way, nigga, did right. I testify, but that's cooperate. He, that's why he had to put the statement out because he knew. He no, thought. no, he put the statement out because he didn't think nigga won't see that tape. <laughs> that's what it was. That's exactly what yeah, it was because he would never said that. If you know, know it's a tape. Coming yeah. out if you minutes. know something coming out next, that's like a nigga get beat up. I mean, like, not that nobody he knew the tape me. was going to come out, but he knew that he, you know. He knew he thought nobody could know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, niggas gonna say that. Why are you on me? Like, so right. in no way did I do no did. telling. Yeah. And then two hours later, as a tape come out, like, Ooh, yes, ma'am. I know that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, yes, ask man. me a question. I have not agreed. <laughs> ask me a question. Wow, I don't have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Britt, ask me a question. Focus, Britt. Get off have your. Have you ever phone. made any statements? No, ma'am. <laughs> that's what I was reading right now because I was trying to. Oh, remember read, oh yeah, we gonna read the statement. Go ahead. Yeah, so. He said, <laughs> "No, no, you got the wrong thing." No, I do. I have it right here. He said, "I." He said, "Well, he said when I I become affiliated with YSL in 2016, I did not consider it a gang, more like a group of people from Metro Atlanta who had common interests and artistic aspirations. My focus of YSL was entertainment. Rap artists are." Rap artists who wrote and performed music that exaggerated and glorified urban life in black community. While I have agreed to always be truthful, I want to make it perfectly clear that I have not made any statements, have not been interviewed, have not cooperated, have not agreed to testify or be a witness for a for or against any party in the case and absolutely no intention of being involved in the trial process in any way. And then that nigga cooperated. He, he cooperated. Did an interview. He did a statement. And he did a statement. And he did. The last line of his statement was, this is what it says. 
I recognize and accept deeply regret. No, I recognize, accept, and deeply regret that my talent in music indirectly furthered why I sell the gang to the detriment of my community. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and the last thing the nigga said is, is this a statement you made? Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Damn. Dude, you didn't came out a lot tomorrow. Damn. You didn't make no fucking statements. No statement. Well, fucking now everybody scumbag. Know now. Damn. And there's gonna be some niggas on Twitter arguing. Hey, well, he, he didn't really tell. What bitch, if they yes, set him? Did. What if they set him up? They knew he was gonna do it, right? So they sent somebody in there to, to film it, so they could be like, nah, "That probably bro, was the DA." You. The mm-hmm. DA? That, did you see the black woman that's the DA in that town? Yeah. yeah, she ain't yeah. fucking around with she's none not. of that shit. No, she's, she's not. She's trying to get the old uh, state attorney general chair, uh, 2024. She ain't playing with these mm, niggas. Y'all doing too much, nigga. Y'all going down over this. Y'all financing. They like y'all taking these billions and financing street violence, jail. Mm-hmm. Right. So all I'm saying is his cultural responsibility to the nigga that made him a millionaire was don't tell. Right. That's the thing about being street. You culturally responsible for other niggas. Socially. You violated the fucking rules. Yep. And they be like, oh, the streets is a myth. No, being black is a myth because ain't no motherfucking social responsibilities. See, that's the point. When you say it's a myth, that means you don't believe in the social responsibilities of it. Or I do. When I say I'm black, I carry myself like that. I ain't going to let no white person call me no nigger. Certain things I'm not going for. If I see a brother struggling, I'm going to try my best to help him. That's what being black is. That's the act of it. Mm-hmm. Being the, the verb, ask Pete. Human is a noun. Humane, the verb of being human is to fuck with us, is to care about other people. Mm-hmm. That's the verb of the shit. Niggas just don't fucking give a fuck. Shit irritating me and shit. Y'all done let this nigga tell and shit. You knew he was going to tell somebody he looked like he was going to tell. He did. Yeah, why I, didn't, I didn't you step in? What you mean? I don't know that You fool. knew he was going to tell. Why you didn't write him a letter? <laughs> write him a letter? Don't tell, nigga. Nah, I didn't even know that fool's real name they until do. today. Oh, I wonder what. I can't what... write him. I can't send it to what he. I wonder what he thinking right now. What he, he thinking? He's you know. thinking it's so up. nice to be at the fucking house. Yeah, he don't give a fuck about. Well, I mean, if Listen. I knew his number, if I knew his number right now, I'd be texting him all kind of fucked up shit. Your snitch ass nigga. He, he gonna be all right. Hate your snitch ass. You the lie of shit. He I'd be, be texting right. him all that shit. Now, mm-hmm. if this was years ago, I'd be like, oh, he done. He gonna be all right in this this day and age and his and his following. He gonna be all right. I hope. Maybe, maybe so, maybe not. As long as he don't come out and talk shit. Like, at least come with another strategy. Don't come out and be mm-hmm. like, well, that, that ain't really telling. Just be like, yeah, I told. Mm-hmm. I fucked Gunner up. I be thug up. Thugger looked out for me and I, I betrayed his trust. I have to earn you trust back. Mm-hmm. Why you can't start like that? Maybe. You know what? I betrayed Thugger's trust. I told the police. I gave them information that made YSL a criminal organization. I apologize for my mistakes. I will earn your trust back. Or I what look about- forward to working with him again in the year 2048. <laughs> but wait, did he say, okay, like, so when they ask a question like that, and if he doesn't say, if he just says, basically, like, no, it's not mine. It's only you. Would, you were present with Jeffrey Williams oh, when hydrocodone, methamphetamines, and a firearm were recovered. These items did not belong to you. Yes, ma'am. It's only you and fucking this nigga in the car. Yeah, so you, yeah, okay. So you, you didn't say when like, they prosecute did, oh, you with why, it. That's, that's why he put out the statement because he's saying. So that's oh. I didn't say it. No, he put out the statement because he didn't know we was gonna see he this didn't. shit. <laughs> So. He, he violated the social responsibilities of this cripping and his street life and this gangster shit he be talking. Mm. Mm. He's yeah, a he violation. Did. I still don't see it. 
And if I can give you, you don't crip- see what him being a, a gangster. No, man, then that's the point. Do you think he has a future career in uh, a term that you coined that I'm very fond of? Elevator rap. What's elevator rap? <laughs> Drake rap, where it'd be like, you know, oh. the mood is gonna be in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the west coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.